is Kai Morahan. I'm here with president of the drama club, Benjamin Neller, and head of tech, Sam Ritako. We have been working on the play, The Women of Lockerbie, which is a based on a true story based on the Lockerbie bombing of pa flight Pan Am 103 in 1988. My name is Benjamin Neller. Like Kai said, I'm the president of the drama club. And I'm also one of the stage managers for our upcoming production of Woman of Lockerbie. Mm -hmm. My name is Sam Ritako. I am the head of tech where I get to design and create the sets with a big group of people and it's a really fun place to be. Cool. So Women of Lockerbie is definitely a very different type of show for us. There's a lot of, I guess, for lack of a better term, records being broken. I know it's the first time we've had water on stage, if you want to talk about that, Sam. Yeah, so it came to my attention that this play took place in a river, surrounding a river. A lot of the story portrays back to the river. So I was actually lucky enough to get the opportunity to work with a professional scenic designer named Ashley Cusack. I would like to thank her for coming out and helping us. She is awesome. She taught me so many new things that I got to learn through the circumstances. And we were actually able to get live flowing running water on stage. So we basically built a frame out of wood, lined it with pool liner and flowed a pump with the hose through so it circulates the water and creates this river effect. Yes, it is very interesting. And it's very, very important to the story. It's just such a beautiful show and the set is very well done. So Women of Lockerbie, as I said, is definitely very different from what we've done in the past. Another big element about this is that all the seats are actually on stage. So how, as the stage manager, Ben, have you kind of planned that out? So yeah, as you just said, Women of Lockerbie is something very unique and something we haven't really have, lot, have lots of experience with. So we are putting seats on the stage um, and in theater that's called theater in the round. We're used to working in theater proscenium style where everyone is far away from the stage and you're looking at it basically as a TV. Um, but for theater on the round, we were putting 70 seats on stage surrounding it um, on three sides. So this introduces a whole new dimension to the theater um, and to the drama club where our actors are forced to act in three directions at all times. Um, instead of just the 1D where they're facing the audience. It was, it was definitely a little complicated to get the whole setup of Theater on the Round, um, but working along with my, the other stage manager, Jenna Berry, we were able to create a very defined and detailed seating chart that would help us when we're seating audience members and just get the let the cast have an overall feel of what Theater on the Round will look like um, as we prepare for our performances. Um, which are on February 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th at 6 p.m. Tickets will be available at the door, um, and there's very limited seating, as I said before, only 70 seats per performance. It is also important to note, if you're coming to see the show, it is not appropriate for children under the age of 13. What are some of the challenges that you face kind of designing this set? Because it's very different compared to everything else that we've ever done. <laughs> So with this set, we have to be a lot more intricate in what we're putting on the stage. Before, if a tiny little piece of a nail was showing, we would just leave it because the audience wouldn't be able to see that from so far away. 
But now that we have the audience actually on stage up close and personal with the set, they could see every minor detail that you mess up on. So we've had to be very careful and very detailed with what we are working on. I'd actually like to jump off off of Sam. Um, and that same concept applies for the properties of the set. Usually when we have a paper property, we'll just add some scribbles or something similar just to show the appearance of a piece of paper. Um, but for all of the props for one of Lockerbie, they are 100% accurate um, all the way down to the smallest pixel um, because the audience members are just a few feet away. So if they see a prop, it needs to be exactly how it is in the script. I'd also like to send out a couple of thank yous to some people in the building who make our show possible. First, I'd like to thank our director, Ms. O'Brien. Um, every day she gives us these new opportunities and we're all just super thankful to her. Um, we'd also like to thank Dr. Fitzgerald, our technical director. Without his assistance and expertise, our set would not be what it is. Um, we also appreciate his masterful planning and just everything he does for our club. We'd also like to thank Mr. Anthony Greco. He is our lighting and costume designer that comes from the um, outside. Um, he is very skilled at what he does and the lighting and all, the, all those very specific technical aspects would not be what they are without his help. And then finally, we would like to thank um, all the building administration uh, for all that they do. Um, without their support, we would not be able to perform the shows that we do or anything in general um, with the level of success that we have. So uh, once again, if you're planning to come see the women of Lockerbie to see this absolutely wonderful set, the show dates are Wednesday the 7th, the 8th, the 9th, and the 10th with alternating casting. Seats are very limited, so if you're going to buy tickets at the door, please get there quickly. The shows start at 6 p.m., and once again, the shows are not appropriate for anybody under the age of 13. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight from the Mustang's Mouth. Please come support the show The Women of Lockerbie, and remember, it's, it's a, a great, great day, day to, to be, be a Mustang. Mustang. Hey Mustangs, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Straight from the Mustangs Mouth, the Brick Memorial Podcast. We appreciate you all for listening. If you're enjoying this show, please don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button on the app you're using. Your support means the world to us. Also, if you've got a moment, leave a review. Your feedback helps us grow and reach even more people. Now, here's an exciting opportunity. If you're passionate about podcasts and want to be a part of what we do, we're always on the lookout for enthusiastic individuals to join our team. Feel free to swing by room 260 and have a chat with Mr. Stefanelli or seek out one of our student staff for more details. Once again, thank you for keeping our podcast alive. Stay tuned for more engaging content straight from the Mustang's mouth. And remember, it's always a great day to be a Mustang.